Welcome wrestling fans from around the world to In the Ring with Brandy. I'm your host Brandy and on this show we talk about all things wrestling from AEW to Impact to Ring of Honor to WWE's Raw, SmackDown, NXT, NXT UK and New Japan Pro Wrestling. On tonight's show we're going to cover NXT and NXT UK from 420 and 422. So let's get right into this shall we? Okay NXT. First, uh, first thing of the night, it opened up with Kyle O'Reilly. Now, if you guys have not watched NXT, if you have watched, you know, Raw and SmackDown and you haven't got a chance to catch NXT, I really strongly advise that you do. NXT is really good. It's really fantastic. And for those of you who don't know, Kyle O'Reilly is one of my favorites. He used to be in the Undisputed Era, and I really loved him with the guys, but now he's kind of gone off on his own. This little banter with him and Adam Cole, I'm really enjoying. I'm loving this banter between the two of them. So to get to see Kyle shine away from the rest of the guys is kind of interesting. I like where they're going. Of course, he opened up NXT. And he kind of talked about his whole thing with Cole and his brothers and how he, you know, he was very happy to have gotten the win over Cole and was able to put possibly put Adam Cole behind him. WWE, I'm hoping that you guys don't continue with the Cole story with Cole, with, you know, with Kyle. Let Kyle do his own thing. Let Kyle show what he can do. Let Adam, if he wants to, you know, fight Kyle later on down the line, let him do it. But come on, guys, let Kyle be Kyle. Kyle's been, you know, with Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong and Adam Cole for a while. Kyle needs to let Kyle be Kyle. Y'all need to let him show what he can do. But, of course, he's trying to look on to what he's going to do next. And he's deciding whether he wants to, you know, start at the bottom and work his way to the top. Or does he want to shine, you know, as a champion? What does he want to do? Does he want to, you know, be, you know, North American champ? You know, does he you know, want to, you know go for the NXT title. What does he want to do? Well, guess what he does. He lays out a challenge. And Kyle, I'm telling you right now, this was the most craziest challenge you could have laid out because the guy you laid it out to, he is dangerous. Most of you guys, when I say his name, are going to know him right off the bat, but you're going to know him from Impact. You're going to know him from, you know, over in New Japan. You're going to know him. To challenge Karrion Cross. For the title is crazy. Why would you even think it? Carrion is dangerous. He is dominant. He has been dominating in NXT. So to put yourself into that position, thinking, I mean, you could probably have beaten Finn. There would have been no disputing that you probably could have. But not Carrion. Carrion is dangerous. Every person he faces, he can beat. He looks for your weaknesses. He finds those weak points. And I'm telling you, he'll take you out. Carrion's dangerous. He is dangerous. But of course, like I said, he lays a challenge out to Carrion. Well, you would expect, of course, in classic WWE fashion, we would see Carrion come out. No. Who do we get but Cameron Grimes? Yes, Cameron Grimes. For those of you who have not watched NXT, Cameron Grimes is hilarious. He is funny. He is fun to watch. He's fun to, you know, see. He is just a great wrestler. He really, I mean, he's a great person. He's fun to watch. You get on your social media and go check him out. I mean, Cameron's good. But, of course, Cameron comes up and tries to make a deal with Kyle. 
Come on, Cameron. Really? Kyle O'Reilly? He went from one group. You really think he's going to join another one? Especially you? Mm -mm. I don't see Kyle doing it. But Kyle's being goofy. Kyle is showing us what he's like away from Undisputed. He's really showing us what he can be. He's being silly. He's being playful. He's just, it's hilarious to watch Kyle. I'm enjoying this Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, he's having a little banter with Cameron. And him and Cameron have this little thing. Oh, I can make you, you know, your hat, your sunglasses. Oh, we'll you know, endorse your jacket. We'll do all this stuff. You and I will just go to the moon. It'll be fantastic. And, you know, we're going to help you find the next opponent. Because everyone calls like, yeah, yeah, of course. My next opponent. Of course, it's not going to be you because we're business partners. Kyle being Kyle. Kyle looking around, seeing who he can find. Cameron, you know, you want to come face Kyle? You want to do that? Yeah, the banter was hilarious. But then Kyle turns around and decks Cameron Grimes. I was like, yes! Finally! Shut him up! And then he goes dancing, you know, doing his little goofy dance. I love this segment. This segment was great. This was a perfect way to introduce the new Kyle O'Reilly to the WWE Universe and then get to see how he is away from Undisputed. I like it. I like where they're going with it. I love it. Now let's talk about LA Knight. LA Knight. LA Knight. What can I say about LA Knight? Some of you in the WWE Universe and in the wrestling world might not think LA Knight is so bad. Y'all might think that he is just the you know a really good wrestler. Me personally, he's good, but he's a little too cocky for his own good. He's a little got his britches a little too big, in my opinion. You may disagree. You may think he's great, and if you do, please, please by all means, shout me out on social media. Tell me what you think. I don't like LA Knight. I don't like anything about him. I'm not saying that the boy won't impress me later on down the line. But right now, he's not impressing me. He's not impressing me at all. Because he thinks he's better than everybody else on the NXT roster. He seems to think that he should be at the top of the mountain as NXT champ. Buddy, I'm telling you right now. Please, I'm telling you. Please challenge Carrion Cross, because Carrion will knock you off your high horse, drop you to the bottom, and show you you're not who you think you are. You're not that great. You're not. But of course, they put him against Dexter Loomis. I love Dexter Loomis. In the beginning, I wasn't quite sure because, you know, he's this shady character. You're not sure. I mean, the man doesn't blink, he does not blink. His eyes don't move. It's like he's standing there with a cold stare and you're going, what in the world is wrong with this dude? He's creepy. I like Dexter. He grew on me really quick. He grew on me pretty fast and I really like him. But you put him with LA Knight. Why in the world would you put him with someone who seems to think that he is better than everybody on the roster? Why, 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 WWE, why are you even considering this? Of course, I was looking forward to the match because I knew Dexter could probably get L.A. Knight and give him a run. I mean, Dexter's good. He's dominant. I knew he could get L.A. Knight. The only thing I wasn't counting on was a distraction. 
And it was not from L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight had nothing to do with this destruction. This has to do with another little storyline that's going on in the NXT universe. And I'm talking about the little storyline between Indy Hartwell and Dexter. I'm loving this storyline. This storyline is cute. It's fantastic. The little love affair between the two of them. The chemistry between this. I'm sorry. WWE, you are on fire with this one. Uh, I'm like Beth Phoenix. I'm excited to see what's going to happen next. I'm just giddy going, come on, come on. Kiss you two. Let's just do this. I'm excited about this. Of course, she causes a distraction. Didn't mean to. It wasn't intended. LA Knight beats Dexter Loomis. I was not happy. I wasn't mad at Indy. I wasn't mad at Dexter. I was mad at NXT because, truthfully and honestly, you're pushing someone that I don't think is ready to be up there with Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Kyle O'Reilly, you know, Adam Cole, Finn Balor, Karrion Cross. They're not ready to be up there with these guys. They're just not. He's not at this point. He's just not. And for you to have him beat... Dexter, who's been in NXT a lot longer than LA Knight, makes me mad. So, with that being said, I'm not happy with this match. You may have liked it. You might like LA Knight. You might think he's good. Please, by all means, give tell me. Give me your opinion. I'm willing to listen. And I'm happy to listen to you. But in my opinion, I don't like it. I just don't. He could grow on me later, but not right now. You're pushing him too hard. And he's not ready to be up there with the, the elite, as I call them, the elite top wrestlers. She's just not ready. Now, as I said, the Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis little thing, the storyline involving the way. I'm loving this. I'm loving where they're going this. I love the fact that Johnny Gargano and Candace are trying to keep Indy and Dexter apart. I love it. I love that, you know, Austin Theory's kind of in this with them. I love this. I love how they're going with this. This is really an interesting little storyline. It's interesting to see. Because Candace is always blocking, you know, Indy from getting close to Dexter. You think they're going to kiss and then Candace gets in the middle of it and you're like, ah, and literally Johnny Gargano, no, 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 no. This ain't happening. I love it. I love the storyline. I like where you're going with this NXT. You're impressing me. Let's see, you know, I'm interested to see where this is going to go. Now, Beth Phoenix, I love her. I love her to death. Shout out, girl. I love you. You are amazing. She has has had an interview with my girl, Io Shirai. Now, for those of you who don't know who Io is, Io is the former NXT Women's Champion. Io is good. She, genius of the skies. She used to be in New Japan. She's good. She's fantastic. Of course, she lost at Stand and Deliver to Raquel Gonzalez. It was a good fight. They brought the fight, and I was impressed. EO, I'm happy to see her, you know, back talking and saying how she wants to get the title back. I'm impressed. I would really love to see EO go against Raquel again. I would love to see that match. What I didn't like was the fact in the middle of the interview, Prince, this little cute little Pomeranian, goes running across the table and enters Frankie Monet. Come on, Frankie. You have nothing to do with this whole thing with EO. Why are you sticking your nose in everybody's business? Last week you show up 
in front of Raquel and Dakota and want to run your mouth about that. And then you turn around and this week you go after EO. Are you coming? Are you going? What are you doing? I don't I don't understand this. I'm not saying that Frankie isn't good. She is. You know, guys, you, you if you don't know who Frankie is, she used to be Valkyrie in Impact. Go look at her. She is I mean, she she's fantastic. She was good. So to see her in NXC, I don't know where they're going to go with Frankie. I don't like the way they're going with her right now because they're painting her out to be this they're painting her out to be similar to Maurice. And I don't like that. She's not Maurice. D don't make her that way. I don't like it. Leave Frankie Frankie. And let her do her own thing. And don't try to make her similar to Maurice. Because I'm sorry. She's just not. I'm interested to see where they're going to go with it. But don't put her with. Don't try to put her with EO. Because I'm telling you right now. EO will whoop her butt. EO's just good. Leave her. And disrespecting Beth like Frankie did. Oh no. Don't the the big golden rule in WWE, and it's a golden rule. You don't disrespect the veterans. You they definitely don't disrespect the Hall of Famers. Me as a female wrestling fan, I have utmost respect for Hall of Famers and legends. Utmost respect. So for you as a newcomer coming in to WWE to disrespect Beth Phoenix, a trailblazer bugs me it bugs me i don't like it i don't think you should have done it you should have kept your mouth shut but then again what do i know i'm not creative then we have a tag team match Brr, let me start with breeze Ango. i love these guys i really do tyler breeze fandango shout out to you boys you're fantastic your little get-ups that y'all come with every week i look forward to seeing them of course this week they were dressed like British soldiers. I loved it. Of course, so did, you know, the commentaries. They loved it. Uh, Wade Barrett really loved it. He thought it was great. I, I love it. It's great. Then you have, on the other side, the grizzled young vets, who seem to think that they're entitled to tag team gold. They came from NXT UK to the NXT, thinking that basically they were supposed to be handed titles where do you get that where is that coming from you're not handed anything in nxc you're not handed anything in wwe you're not handed anything in any wrestling company in order to get a title or even get a title shot or an opportunity you have to earn it opportunities are not just handed to you on a silver platter you're supposed to earn them and for the grizzled young vets to seem to think that they can jump the line of every other tag team out there like, you know, that they, that they can jump, you know, Tomasa and Thatcher. They think that they can jump Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. They think that they can jump, you know, any of the tag teams that are there, you know, Bartell and Eichner. They think that they can jump these guys to get a shot at MSK and their titles. Mm-mm, boys. Step to the back of the line. Earn your shot. Don't think that they're just going to, that Triple H is just going to hand you a title shot just because you're winning matches. Mm -mm. back of the line boys back of the line you had an opportunity at Sand and Deliver to get those titles and you lost to MSK deal with it suck it up deal with it anyways the match was good Breezango Grizzled Young Vets good classic heel fashion of course 
they pretend to be hurt classic fashion I do believe when I was watching it, and some of you guys may disagree, I do believe that I did see his knee buckle. But then again, it, it, it could have been storyline. I don't know. I'm hoping he's okay. Because, I mean, we've already got Danny Burch out. We don't need another one out. So it would be you know, it would be bad for them to be out when, you know, they're getting a push right now. But anyway, it was a good match. Of course, Grizzled Young Vets did win. That, that, that was to be expected. That was to be greatly expected. I expected that. But they did win. Feel bad for Breezango because I feel like that, you know, they should get another shot at the titles. I would love to see Breezango versus MSK. That would be a good good match. Really good match. Now we go back to the Indy Hartwell on the way storyline with Dexter Loomis. Indy wants to have an interview to basically tell her feelings about Dexter, basically on the mic and, of course, in way fashion. Candace and them, no, 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 interview isn't happening. Stop, blah, 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 stop. Well, Bronson Reed doesn't seem to like Johnny Gargano all that much. And I get where Bronson's coming from. Gargano can be a little bratty sometimes and think that he's better than everybody else. And da, 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 we've seen how Gargano is in a ring. Gargano is good. He really is. You know, he's good. His classic matches with Tommaso Ciampa, fantastic. I love them. They were great. Those were good matches. North American champ, he's fantastic. I love him as the North American champion. Bronson, on the other hand, I like him more. Bronson is good. I mean, this boy is good. He is good. And I really would love to see him and Johnny on a one-on-one -on -one match, similar to stand and deliver, but a little better than stand and deliver and see if Bronson can actually defeat Gargano. I would love to see it. He's got this big problem with Gargano. Everybody in the locker room does. I don't know of anybody that doesn't have a problem with Gargano. Except for apparently the way. They don't have a problem with him. But, of course, Austin Theory, being Austin Theory, sticks his nose where it doesn't belong and tells, basically, rats himself out to Gargano and says that he had a talk with yeah, William Regal and got a match with Bronson Reed next week. If he beats Bronson, everything's good. If Bronson beats him, he gets a shot at Johnny Gargano's North American title. Austin, first of all, why did you write yourself out to Johnny? Why? That was stupid. That was pointless. Gargano's going to whoop your butt. Why would you do that? But in a way, I kind of like it because it's kind of funny to see how Gargano was not happy about him going behind his back and doing what he did. I like it. It was kind of funny. And Bronson was happy with the decision. He's like, okay, I like this. I go through you and I get Gargano. I like it. I like it a lot. Let's do it. Well, of course, I was excited because NXT has now acquired you know, Saray from New Japan. I am ecstatic about her coming here. If you haven't seen her, go on YouTube, go you know on social media and check out Saray. She is incredible. EO has been backing her up the whole time trying to get her over here from Japan to NXT. So finally, we get her. We finally get her, and props to, shout out to my girl, Zoe Starks, for actually 
Zoe is amazing. This girl is incredible. She doesn't sit in the back and wait for somebody to give her an opportunity. She steps up and asks for an opportunity. And this I like. I like a lot. The fact that she steps up to the plate and says, I'm not going to wait in the back and wait for you guys to offer me something. I'm going to walk right up to Mr. Regal and say, hey, I want an opportunity and I want it right now. That's exactly what she did. She asked for an opportunity for debuting Saray. I was impressed. Prop shout out, Zoe. I'm impressed. And she didn't disappoint me. She did a heck of a... She gave Saray a run for her money in this match. It was good. The whole time I'm sitting there thinking, okay, Zoe, this is just a good... You know, this is a good, you know, good debut match for Saray. Of course, Saray did win. I was happy with that. What surprised me was what happened afterwards when apparently my girl comes out and attacks Zoe Starks after the match. Really, Tony Storm? Really? You are going to attack a woman who just went through a hellacious match that she asked for and had a killer match with Saray to attack her? Really? Tony, really? Is it Tony time again? Come on. Zoe is good. Give the girl a break. Come on. Give her a break. But then again, there could. Yeah, I'm looking that there might be a match between Zoe and Tony. I would like to see that. That would be an interesting setup, an interesting match. Let's see where this is going to go. Now, as for Mercedes Martinez. What can I say about Mercedes Martinez other than the fact that she uh, she's annoying. She's annoying, annoying, annoying. But she seems to think that she deserves a shot at the title. Mercedes, you have faced Raquel Gonzalez twice now. Excuse me, guys. My babies are barking in the background. I apologize. But you have faced Mercedes. You faced her twice. You've lost both times. What makes you think that you deserve a title shot before Io Shirai. What makes you think you deserve a title shot before any girl in the women's locker room right now? Hell, Ember Moon deserves a shot before you do. So where do you get off at, girl? Where do you get off? I don't understand. But apparently she seems to think that she can beat Raquel Gonzalez. You haven't yet. You have not impressed me. Raquel and Dakota, of course, they answer back. As always, Raquel being Raquel being the defiant champ and showing that, you know, she can do what she do can do. She's good. She's really good. And Dakota being the ever trusting and loving friend that she is. And I love Dakota and Raquel. I do. I love the two of them together. What Raquel has done for Dakota is fantastic. She has really brought out the best in Dakota Kai. And Dakota Kai has brought out the best in Raquel. I wasn't on the board with them at first. And I'm going to be honest, wrestling fans, I wasn't. I did not like them together because I thought Dakota could stand on her own two feet and didn't need Raquel Gonzalez to help her. They've impressed me since then. They really have, and I'm proud of them. I'm very proud of them. But Mercedes telling, basically, Raquel that she's going to face Dakota next week. You really want to piss off Raquel Gonzalez by beating Dakota Kai? Have you lost your mind? What do you think is going to happen? 
you're not going to get past Dakota. Not as long as Raquel is in the back. It's just not going to happen. Mercedes, sit yourself down. Be quiet. And please, stay out of this. You don't need to be involved in this. You don't even need to be in the title picture. You're not there yet. I feel like to me, and some of you in the wrestling world and in the wrestling community might disagree with me, and I know you're going to shout out to me if you do, that they're trying to make, and this is my opinion, opinion, guys, opinion, that they're trying to make Mercedes Martinez the next Shayna Baszler. You are not Shayna Baszler. Baszler was dominant for a reason, and it was not because of her MMA training. Baszler was dominant because Baszler was just that good. She come into a ring, beat the heck out of her opponents, Karabuda clutched them, and was done. She was dominant because of that, not because of her MM training and her whatever Mercedes seems to think she's got. You're not Shayna Mercedes. Sit down. Be quiet. Don't even step up and think that you're going to be that good because you're not that good. You couldn't beat Raquel. You're not going to beat her now. Koshida. I have talked about Koshida until I can talk about Koshida no more. I am so proud that he finally got a title. He is, for those of you who don't know, the cruiserweight champ. He beat Santos Escobar. He beat him. I am proud of him for beating Escobar. It was a classic win. I'm proud. I'm with every other fan out there, even those in Japan that are so excited to finally see WWE recognize Koshida. I'm, I'm happy. Koshida and Koshida Classic Fashion, Cruiserweight Championship. Escobar never did this. I'm kind of disappointed he didn't because it would have been interesting to see. Other Cruiserweight Champions have done this. Cedric Alexander. Some of the others have done this, so I was kind of happy to see Koshida bring back the open challenge. I was very happy to see this. This was kind of a good, because, you know, it gives Koshida a chance to wrestle somebody new that he's never wrestled before, and I like it. Of course, who answers his challenge but Oni Lorcan. I love Oni. I'm glad that, you know, he's finally gonna, you know, coming back into the ring and wrestling again. I miss him with Danny Birch, but Danny Birch get well soon. I hope you're I hope you're doing well. I'm happy to you know that to see Oni get to show Oni what Oni can do as a singles competitor. That the match was great. The match was fantastic. The problem I had was the fact that Lingardo El Fantasmo decided to think that they could attack Koshida. Really? Really, Escobar? You're gonna bring your little goons here to attack in Mendoza and them? Really? Seriously? Seriously? You really think that Koshida's not going to have some form of backup to help him out? Well, he did. MSK. Ah, MSK. I love MSK. From the time they showed up to the time they won those titles. Oh, I loved it. I was so happy that they won those titles at Stand and Deliver. I was so happy to see them get it. Because MSK is so good. Of course, we knew that MSK was going to come in this somehow because they have a problem with, you know, Phantasma and all them. They have a big problem with this team. They have a big problem with them, especially Escobar. They have a huge problem. So I was kind of happy to get to see this. 
uh, kind of happy to see what they're going to do with this. And later on, it explained what they're going to do with it. And it's going to be my one to watch. So please, you know, pay attention. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Back to, here we go again with the Indy Hartwell story. I'm loving this. NXT had this all over the place all night, and I was loving it. I was absolutely loving this story and how they're going with it. Indy and Candace walking down the hall, you know, Candace trying to keep Indy's focus, telling her, hey, we've got something we got to take care of, you know, pay attention, blah, 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 blah. They're walking down the hall. Indy passes by a door, and who do we see peeking over the top of the door? Hey, Candace, look behind you. I do believe it's Dexter Loomis. Indy ditches Candace. Indy sees Dexter, goes to the door. The camera walks away. We're following Candace. Candace goes, and out comes Shotzi and Ember. Candace seems to think that her and Indy need another shot at the tag titles. Really? Really, Candace? Really, really, really? You couldn't beat Shotzi and Ember last time. What makes you think you can beat them this time? It was cute because Candace the whole time does not realize Indy's not standing next to her. She has no idea that Indy's not there. And Shotzi and Ember are going along with it. And I like, I like that they're going along with it. Well... Candace eventually figures out Indy isn't there and she's by herself and she tries to back up and of course Shotzi and Ember grab her, drag her into the room they came out of, close the door and we hear her getting attacked. Love it. Classic. I love it NXT. Y'all are doing so well. I absolutely love it. Well then we get back and we see Everrise, another tag team in NXT. I don't quite like them, but then again, like I said, they're new, so I've got to get used to them and see if they grow on me. You guys might like them. That's, that's fine. If you do, cool. If you don't, shout out. You know, I personally don't like them. What I do like is who they faced. They faced Imperium's Bartell and Eichner. Now, Bartell and Eichner did not come out alone. Oh, no, they came out with Alexander Wolf, and I love Wolf. I mean, I absolutely love Imperium as a whole. Walter, fantastic. Wolf, fantastic. Eichner and Bartel, fantastic. So to get to see them go against Everize, I'm like, this is going to be a good match. This is going to be really good. And I was right. Bartel and Eichner and Everize did really well. They uh, Everize impressed me. But of course, it was what happened was very interesting because in the middle of the match, uh, Wolf's on the outside. Out comes Killian Dane. Now, I'm trying to figure out exactly what is going on between Killian Dane and Alexander Wolf. We all know they were in a tag team before. They were in a group together. Uh, sanity. Oh, yes, Sanity. We all remember Sanity. And they were together. So, to see Killian Dane come out and confront Alexander Wolf, I'm like, okay, NXT. I'm scratching my head going... Where are you going with this? Is he going to join Imperium? What are we going to see here? Well, of course, Killian Dane's tag team partner doesn't like it all that much. Drake Maverick comes out and sucker punches er, sucker punches Wolf. He sucker punches him right in the face. Dane beats him up and is trying to key hold him. And you, Drake Maverick, the little guy, fighting, trying to get at him. I'm loving this. This is hilarious. Yo, no, 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 no. You imagine the big dog holding the little dog, trying to get at him. It's just funny to watch it. Of course, he carries him off. And, of course, Eichner and Bartel win the match. 
And Imperium stands there shining, but you can see poor Wolf nursing his shot to the face. It's kind of funny. Wolf uh, not looking too happy. Bartell and I are looking at him like, what the heck happened? What was that? What's this all about? I'm kind of interested in this one. I'm curious about this one. This is exactly where this is going with Dane and Wolf. Where's it going? I mean, are we going to see those two get back together? Could he join Imperium? Who knows? Then we get on to the main event. Like I told you at the beginning of the show, Kyle O'Reilly did attack Cameron Grimes. So, of course, the main event would appropriately be Kyle O'Reilly versus Cameron Grimes. What I found interesting is when Kyle came out to the ring. They have a tendency now in NXT to show what's going on in the back. They like to show them walking up to the entrance, you know, up to the steps to go onto the entrance ramp to come out. What was interesting was what was waiting for Kyle at the end of the, before he goes up the steps to go to the ramp. That would be one carrying cross. Standing there with Scarlet, with that title, looking at Kyle like, are you freaking crazy? Are you dare challenging me? Everybody pays the toll, Kyle, and you're going to pay yours if you keep pushing me. I like the way that they looked at each other. I like the tension. The tension was good. Great setup, NXT. Great setup. Of course, Kyle comes out, shows us what he can really do. Of course, Cameron does too. They both, you know, fantastic match. Great match. I loved it, personally. I loved the fight. Kyle, you know, Kyle is really showcasing what he can do, and I'm impressed with what NXT is doing with Kyle. I like it. I also like what they're doing with Cameron. Granted, the little thing involving the Bitcoin and all this stuff, and you know, GameStop and all that. I'm like, what? Okay, I like it, but then again, I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we? Are we trying to make him another Ted DiBiase? He's not Ted DiBiase. He's Cameron Grimes. Come on. But of course. Kyle won. Great way to end NXT. Perfect way. Of course, it would have been better to have seen Karrion walk out, standing at the top of the ramp. That little confrontation with them again. I loved that he was there before Kyle went out. That was a great confrontation. Great setup. No words spoken. Just that look of, come at me. Step up to me. If you think you're brave enough to come up to me, boy, step up and I'm going to knock you down. That's pretty much what the... That confrontation to me looked like. So I was impressed. Very impressed. Now I always do these ones to watch. On some of my podcasts I like to give you matches the next week or the week after or whatever are good or ones to watch. I have three for next week that I think are going to be really good matches. I think they're going to be interesting to watch. Keep an eye on. The first one is Dakota Kai versus Mercedes Martinez. I'm interested to see where this is going to go. Are we going to get Raquel? Is Raquel going to come out and help Dakota, or is Dakota going to beat Mercedes clean? Are we going to actually see a good women's match? I'm interested to see what this is going to be. Of course, the other one, Bronson Reed versus Austin Theory. Are we going to see Johnny Gargano? Is he going to come out? Is he going to interfere? Is Bronson going to win? Are we going to get Gargano versus Bronson? What are we going to get? I'm interested to see this, and I'm kind of in, interested in your opinion on, you know, these two matches in particular, and what you might think. Now, the other one is the one I was getting to earlier. I told you that, of course, Escobar then come out and talked to Koshida. MSK come out and helped Koshida. 
Well, that set up my third one-to-watch match, which is a six-man tag team, MSK with Koshida versus El Ogado El Fantasma. I'm interested to see this one, too, because I'm kind of curious as to how they're going to work together, Koshida and MSK, and you know, we all know how Phantasma works. They're great. They're fantastic. We know how you know Joaquin and Mendoza and Escobar work, so we're, I'm interested. I'm interested to see how this is going to go. You know, is you know, is are they going to win? Is Koshida going to win? What's going to happen? It's it's going to be interesting. These three matches, of course, are my ones to watch. I want your opinion. I would love to have your opinion. So please get on social media and tell me what you think about these three. You may have a different opinion as to you know what matches are the ones to watch, but these three to me are the ones to watch. Now moving on to NXT UK. NXT UK. For those of you who have not seen it. It is only on the WWE Network on Peacock. Shout out to Peacock. It is on there. But it's a good show to watch because it showcases everybody over in the UK. It showcases everyone. And some of these wrestlers are fantastic wrestlers. And sometimes they cross over to NXT. I mean, you get to see some really good. I mean, Imperium, they're from NXT UK. Grizzle Young Vets, NXT UK. Rhea Ripley, NXT UK. Tony Storm, NXT UK. They are, you know, some of these are really good to watch. They're I mean, Timothy Thatcher, NXT UK. They're interesting to see. So to get to see these matches and watch them, if you don't have the WWE Network, WWE Network, get it. It's, I mean, this to me is probably worth it to watch to get to see, you know, what the UK has to offer compared to the U.S. Get to see what the NXT, you know, universe over there gets to experience. You get to experience good matches. I mean, really good matches. Of course, the first match of the night was Joe Coffey versus Eddie Dennis. I like Joe Coffey. Coffey is good. He's good as a singles competitor, and he's good as a tag team competitor. I think he's fantastic. I really do. And, you know, he's he's great. And to get to see him go against Eddie Dennis. Eddie Dennis is fantastic. If you have not seen this guy, go watch him. Go see him. This guy has got some killer moves. They're good. His finishers, he's got more than two. And they're fan. I mean, they're good. Joe Coffey, he's a good, I mean, he's a big boy. But this boy moves like a cruiserweight. He is so good. He's so fantastic. He is just fantastic. Of course, Joe Coffey did win that match. He did really well. The match was fantastic. But, of course, Eddie has his friends known as T-Bone and Primate. T-Bone and Primate are a dominant force in the tag team division in the UK. They are dangerous. And, of course, they attack Joe Coffey. You didn't expect that with Eddie Dennis's help. Who didn't see that? that? That was expected. What wasn't expected is who came out to help Joe. Joe has a lot of enemies in NXT UK. A lot. He's not got too many friends back there. He's made a lot of enemies. And Wolfgang and his brother Mark are two of those people you wouldn't expect to, you know, side with Joe. Wrong. They come out to help Joe Coffey against Eddie, T-Bone, and Primate. I was impressed. I was happy to see Joe get some backup because, like I said, he doesn't have very many friends in the UK. 
None, very few in the roster. So to see Wolfgang, and I love Wolfgang. Wolfgang is amazing. This man is incredible. And when you put him with Mark Coffey, who is Joe's brother, fantastic. They are a great tag team. I love them. So to get to see them come out and help Joe, I was happy. I was happy to see this. Of course, that set up a six-man tag team for next week on NXT UK. That one is going to be my one to watch. It's going to be interesting to see these, you know, these teams where you do what they do. It's going to be interesting to see who's going to win. Could it be Joe? Could Joe, Wolfgang, and Mark win? Could it be Eddie, T-Bone, and Primate? Who knows? I'm going to be interested to see how this goes. I really am. Then, of course, we have Sam Grandwell versus Dave Mastiff. Mastiff is a beast. Guys, if you have not seen Dave Mastiff, Go check this guy out. He is, I'm telling you, a beast. This man is incredible. He is one powerful dude in NXT UK. Beast. Sam Granwell, he's good. He's fantastic. I like him. Like I said, he's good. But putting him against a beast like Massive, oh, 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 what were you thinking? What was, what, WWE, what were you thinking? Of course, I was shocked. The match was good. The match was incredible. I liked it. But I was not expecting Sam to beat Massive. I wasn't. It just wasn't expected. That was a shocker of all shockers. To see Massive get beat like that. No. No, no, no. You would figure the Beast would win. No. Sam did. Kudos to Sam. Kudos. Nice job. Now, I told you guys, I love my women's division. I am supportive of the women's division, and NXT UK's women's division is just so fantastic. They are on fire. They're like NXT. They are the top line in wrestling right now. They really, I mean, NXT UK and NXT have got some of the, and AEW have got some of the finest women in on the roster. WWE, same thing. But the WWE, the difference between WWE, AEW, NXT, and NXT UK is is NXT UK, NXT, and AEW are allowing their women to shine. They're showing, showcasing what their women can do. They are actually letting their women main event. They're actually bringing their women to the forefront. They're proving that the women can hang with the men. And I like that. With that being said, we have Danny Luna versus Jenny. Jenny, 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 Jenny. What can I say about Jenny? Jenny is a spoiled little brat. Some of you may disagree. Some of you may like her. Me? She's a spoiled little brat. She don't get her way. She throws a little temper tantrum. Why do you gotta throw a temper tantrum? You don't get your way. Get back up. Go back. Do it again. Till you finally get it. Don't throw a temper tantrum in the middle of the ring just because you can't win. As for Danny Luna, this girl is amazing she is fantastic she is incredible one i love to watch and when you put the two of them together whoa i was ecstatic to see how this one was going to turn out would the little brat get throw a temper tantrum and get her way or would danny finally put her in her place unfortunately danny beat her danny got beat bad by jenny she got beat bad and it's because, of course, Jenny's little outside interference boyfriend has to get involved. Come on, Jenny. 
Stop using your boyfriend to hide behind. Stop throwing your little temper tantrums. Stop having your little whiny spit spats and fight your own fights. Really? You can't win clean? You gotta use your boyfriend to back you up? Mm-mm. Not happy. But of course, like I said, Jenny won. Amir Jordan. I'm gonna tell you a little bit about Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan. Amir Jordan is one of, I'm telling you, he's one of the best in NXT UK right now. I believe he is. I've watched him. I've gone back and watched some of his other fights. I've seen what he can do. Amir is incredible. Kenny Williams, a little bad, a little bad. He's bad, a little bad dude. He's bad, bad, bad. Bad to the bone. He is dangerous. He's lethal. He's everything you expect in a heel. He is just bad. But, of course, him and Amir have been having some issues in NXT UK. They've had their fights. One attacks the other in the middle of a flare match. Or the other comes out and makes them a little spit spat quarrel. You know, they've had their feuds. They've had some excellent fights in NXT UK. Excellent. Excellent fights. But now their feud is coming to a head. And it's coming to a head in the most shocking and, to me, upsetting ways that I've ever seen. I told you guys I love Amir Jordan. I do. And I think that, you know, he could one day be UK champ. I really think he could. Could he beat Walter? Maybe. Walter's good. But Amir, to me, I like him. I like him a lot. The problem being is what Amir has agreed to. He's getting another match against Kenny Williams. This is supposed to be the final match between the two of them to end the feud. They want to end it. They want to end it now. UK wants Amir to move on to something else and Kenny to move on to something else and stop fighting each other. It's what Kenny basically set this match up to be that bothers me the most because Amir is not getting what he deserves. He's not getting a chance. To me, this is cutting his career short, and I don't like it. What I'm talking about is he's agreed to a no-DQ match against Kenny. I'm fine with that. Kenny Williams versus Amir Jordan for a no-DQ? Cool. I like it. What I don't like is the step. The step is, if Amir loses, he leaves NXT UK for good. What? Amir Jordan Someone who is so incredible. And you want to put that kind of a step in? Kenny, I know you're a bad dude. And I know you're good. But don't take away Amir. He's good. Let him shine. I can handle a DQ. Why give him this kind of a step? Amir agreed to it. Amir, why did you agree to this step? You're good. You don't need to agree to a stipulation like this. I'm trying to figure out where NXT UK is going with this. Are they going to send him to NXT? If they do, woohoo! I'm excited to see. Or is he actually leaving for good? Is he going to another promotion? Could we be seeing him go, you know, AEW? Could he be going to Impact? Could you know? Could he be going to New Japan? I don't know, but I don't like him being this kind of step. I don't like his career in NXT UK getting cut so short before he gets to showcase what he can really do. Before he gets a chance to, you know, maybe become UK champ. I don't like it. But he agreed to it, so we're going to have to see what they're going to do with it. I don't know. 
Now for the main event. Main event. I love this. I love these teams, but I particularly want to love one in particular that's involved in this main event. Of course, you've got Shay Samuels. He's good. But he's paired up with Noem Dar. I love Noem Dar. I really do. I love, you know, I love him. He's he's amazing. He's funny. He's great. He's fantastic. You know, he's great. But then you put them with my tag team. My favorite tag team in the UK right now. My favorite. You put them against Mustache Mountain. I love Mustache Mountain. If you have not seen these two, you need to go check them out. I'm telling you, they are incredible. They are so amazing. I love them. I absolutely love them. You go and put them against Mustache Mountain. This is going to be an interesting match. This is, uh, I'm excited. I was excited about this match. Of course, the match was more than what I had hoped for. It was fantastic. It was incredible. The back and forth fighting. You know, Noam Dar trying to cheat. You know, trying to untie, you know, the ring ropes. Trying to do all this stuff. I was ecstatic. I was, you know, this was an incredible match. It was more than what I expected. Of course, I was happy because Mustache Mountain, of course, did win that match. I'm telling you guys, if you have not watched NXT UK, if you haven't, if you've got the WWE Network and you just haven't watched it, cool. But I'm telling you, you need to go check out Mustache Mountain because they're amazing. They're incredible. Whether they're together or whether they're apart as singles competitors, they're amazing. And the fact that you have, you know, the first UK champ in Mustache Mountain and his mentor, it's amazing to watch these two. They're incredible. If you haven't got to see them yet, go see them. Watch them. Go on your social media. Type in Mustache Mountain and check them out because they're great. Noam Dar, Shay Samuels, they're great too. They're fantastic. And I really like this. This was a good main event. This was a perfect way to end NXT UK for the night. It was great. I like it. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do, you know, with Noam Dar and Shay. I'm interested in what they're going to do with Mustache Mountain. I mean, I love them. I mean, it's great. Like I said, it's fantastic. I told you guys, if you haven't seen NXT UK, go check it out. I, you're not going to be disappointed. You're actually going to get to see a really good brand, you know, company that you know WWE's done fantastic with, but you're going to get to see good wrestlers from over in the UK that you don't get to see over here. And you get to see what they can really do, and they showcase their talent, and they're great. So I'm telling you guys, go check out NXT UK if you haven't. Go check out NXT if you haven't. They're fantastic. Both brands really bring the fire. They're great. Go check them out. Again, guys, I want to thank you guys for listening. Without you guys, I would not be here. I wouldn't be here to give you such interesting commentary from a woman's perspective. And I appreciate that you guys listen. Again, like I said, give me a shout out. If you disagree with anything that I've talked to them about on this podcast, anything, Give me a shout out. Follow me on Facebook. Give me a shout out on Facebook. Tell me what you think. Follow me on Twitter at Wrestling Nights. Z at the end of nights. And give me your opinion on that. Or go to my Instagram at In the Ring with Brandy. And tell me, hey, I disagree with you on this match. Or hey, I agree with you. I like this. I like this perspective. I like it. Just tell me. Give me a shout out on, you know, like I said, any of my social media. And like I said, I guess I'll see you guys next time. And in the ring with Brandy, you guys have a good night and thanks for listening.